Hello and welcome to episode 10 of the Clear Cruise podcast. My name is Toby Cruise and we have something special for you for this 10th episode. That's right, to mark the naming of the brand new Azamara Pursuit, we're having an Azamara special. Andy Harmer was on the ground at the scene during the celebrations, taking a look at the new ship, and uh, we've spoken with some pretty cool guests to talk about Azamara, the brand new ship, and of course, the river cruise boom that we've been seeing over the last few years. So coming up, the new co-godmother Lucy Huxley makes a return to the podcast, backed by popular demand to discuss the ceremony. Now, as mentioned by Andy in last week's episode, this week also marks the beginning of our Choose Cruise campaign highlighting some of our favourite parts of the cruise industry and asking you, what is it that makes you choose cruise? So this week we're talking relaxation, which isn't a bad idea to talk about on a Monday. And we had a chat with travel expert Danielle Fear to talk about all things relaxation. But first, Andy Harmer sat down to talk with the president and CEO of Azamara Club Cruises, Larry Pimentel. Enjoy. So I'm delighted to be joined by Larry. Larry, thank you so much for inviting me on to Azamara Pursuit and congratulations on the new ship. Thank you, Andy. What does it mean to have this third ship now in the fleet? Oh my goodness, it's, it's a confirmation of something we were so passionate about and that was really delivering destinations in a different way from other shipping lines or great, great shipping lines we have. I admire, in fact, our competitive set but you know, we wanted to try to do something that was succinctly different. And what that was is something we call destination immersion, which everybody has heard me say a thousand times, <laughs> but it's really about longer stays, more overnight, and programming that delivers a destination in a unique way. And that's the reason the guests come. And the third ship is a confirmation of our success on the first two, and it's 50% growth, so a lot more destinations coming at you. So we'll come back to destination immersion because, as you say, you've said it a few times. But um, so does the third ship now allow you to explore parts of the globe that you haven't done in the past or to, or to reallocate ships in certain areas? Uh, it's a little bit of both, but it's a lot of exploration of new places. Uh, third ship allows us to bring in South Africa, for example, which we're seeing in 2020 is selling really well. But we're doing it differently. We're doing South Africa also with Mikado tours. So there's uh, people can select a five-day inland safari wow. with a ship, which is really cool. And it's allowing us to go to South America coming up, which is another right. expansion of areas. And in fact, uh, this year alone, we'll be in 40 maiden uh, ports. Uh, next year, another 40. And it's also allowed us to go to the Pacific Rim. So we're going to bring bring you. Uh, Bali, uh, Tahiti, Hawaii, and places within Polynesia that is also an extension. So, Andy, to tell you how broad the product is, in the next two years it's over 100 countries with three ships. Wow. So how much work goes into going to new places like that? Because that's a lot of planning and, and thought about the guest experience. Um, and the guest experience is indeed the right word. It's the very thing that the agent wants to grab onto yeah. to kind of articulate that experience because that's what the guest remembers, that's what they talk about, that's what validates the amount of money. 
that they've spent. So to the question about how much effort, it's a whole heck of a lot of effort. Sure. Okay? We have advanced uh, teams. We have itinerary planners. They go to the destination. They're trying not only to figure out best places to place the ship, right time of the day uh, to be in. Is it an overnight possibility? Is it a late night possibility? They go on tours to see which ones can really work for the guests. Right. And we're always looking for something called an as amazing evening. That is an event at night. Again, most ships are gone, we're in right. port. And at night, we're trying to deliver an experience which is cultural and can't be Googled but it's absolutely amazing. And we do that at this point in over 70 countries. And how much do guests tell you that they want to go to new places? Do you get much feedback from, from them? Um, our guests are not shy, <laughs> so we do get a lot of feedback. And of course, the retail travel sellers who sell us also give us feedback. But quite candidly, hitting 100 countries, we're hitting an awful lot of things. Yeah, sure. And the area that we can't go to is the ice class area. These are not ice class holds. That's a different kind of ship. So that's excluded. However, having said that, we will be on seven continents next year. Wow, which is incredible. Um, destination immersion uh, has become a huge part of the Azamara product. Has that changed over the last 10 years, do you think? Um, it's changed in that it consistently evolves. It's like anything, you know. Um, you might like a certain type of food, a new restaurant comes into town, you try it and you yeah. sort of switch and try that a bit. So yes, it's evolved because there's more and more product that's coming at us. Some of the new product will be like rail and sail. We'll put together trains with ships, but one voyage and one price. Uh, things like Orient Express and us, so the Rocky Mountaineer. Alaska's coming next year, so Rocky Mountaineer will become part of that uh, product offering that will be there. So I think for us, uh, it's an exciting time. It's a growth time. Um, thank, thankful, heartfelt thanks to retail travel agents yeah. all over the world who were able to articulate who we were because our growth has just been stunning. And has your uh, guest mix changed over those years, or, has, or are you seeing similar patterns? Um, well, it has changed. We have more guests from the UK than we've ever had. Um, you know, we're, when I started, we were sitting 12, 13 percent. We're now 25 percent of the product mix. Right. And I might add, when the Pursuit came out, uh, this ship was booking 51, 52 percent UK residents. So I think there's a bit of a love affair between the UK residents and our <laughs> ships, and we're happy. And on this very ship is Captain Carl from the Isle of Man. So mm. I think they quite like being with him as well. <laughs> and the Belfast uh, shipyard that's helped create this ship has obviously been a big part of the journey for Pursuit as well. Uh, very much so. Uh, the ship was refit in Belfast uh, by MJM. Yeah. It's a local family. I love dealing with families. Um, they have a lot of heart in their business. And I will say that the folks in Northern Ireland took great passion in showcasing that they can do the best work in the world. And I've been at this a few decades, as you know, and this was probably the finest refit I have ever seen. And this is great Irish pride that came out here. And frankly, I just am so proud of the work they've done. And in terms of Azamara in five years' time, I know that's a really terrible question to ask when you're just taking delivery of a new ship, but... Um is it, what you know? What what do the next five years look like? Is it further evolution? I think it's further uh, evolution, and I think it starts with more partners that we'll connect with, that will allow more land product. I think that's the biggest part of the evolution. 
And listen, if we do as well on Pursuit as we did Journey and Quest, who knows, maybe I'll be lucky enough to announce number four. <laughs> well, that would be really exciting. And and thank you for bringing uh, the, the christening to the UK, and thank you for a godmother from the UK as well. And uh, Well, what can I say? The godmother from the UK is very special. Lucy is. is an amazing, amazing person. Um, I loved her energy. I loved her professionalism, her drive, her enthusiasm for our industry and for educating with you at various CLIA events. Uh, she's just, in my view, uh, just a force and I wanted her to be one of the godmothers in representing this audience and in fact I can't tell you how pleased I am with that selection. She did an amazing job yesterday. She did indeed. Larry, thank you again. Thanks, Sandy. Lovely to see you. And I'm with Lucy Huxley, the godmother of Azamara Pursuit. Uh, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good. And it's the morning after the day before. How was yesterday? Oh, uh, it was a long day, actually. Uh, early start uh, down to Southampton and straight into rehearsals. So we had two rehearsals, actually. One where I had to rehearse my speech with Ellen. And uh, then I had to go off and have hair and makeup done, which, you know, if you're a girl, that's like really exciting. <laughs> I've never had that done before. So that was good. Uh, really lovely lady who came to do that. And then, um, but you still have to do the usual thing. So I had to go to muster drill, fully made up, looking Did a you? little bit silly. Not wearing the dress though. No, no, dress was a very last minute thing. Everything else had to be ready. Um, so we did a walkthrough with the executives, so Larry Pimentel, the, the CEO and president of Azamara, and also Richard Fain was here, so he's the um, chairman of the whole of Royal Caribbean, Yeah. and um, the captain, Captain Carl, and then Ellen and I, and we had to sort of work out who was going to walk with who, so both the gentlemen took Ellen and I on their arms and walked us in, so we did all that as the, as the um, rehearsal, quick change into our uh, gowns, we were asked to wear a shade of blue, which is the color of the Azamara uh, branding and logo. So, um, yeah, and then we had a quick change and then away we went. And the ceremony was felt like it was over really quickly, but you had the chance to speak to everybody with your speech. That was amazing. Yeah, so nerve-wracking. But um, And I was the first godmother to speak, so I don't know if that's good or bad, but um, yeah, so everybody else had spoken first. Richard Fain had spoken, and then uh, Larry. There was the cruise director, Tony Mackey, who was um, the, the master of ceremonies. There were pipers from the Reading Scottish uh, Pipers Band, which were amazing. Um, mm. A singer from the ship, Molly, um, singing a song about hope. Uh, and that was um, to reflect the new sculpture that Azamara have had commissioned, which is called the Beacon of Hope, which is in the Mosaics Cafe. Um, it's, a, it's a woman standing on a globe holding aloft a halo and the idea is that it brings together different cultures and brings peace and harmony to the world. So that was lovely. And then, yeah, so then we got to speak. Um, I gave a two-minute speech. It was timed to perfection. Um, and I didn't fluff any words. That's good, isn't it? It was so, a great speech. <laughs> so my, but my speech, very importantly, I wanted to talk about the travel trade because I have been selected to represent both the UK and um, travel agents who are obviously very important to Azamara. Yeah. Um, and so I wanted to talk about, you know, my readers of Travel Weekly and obviously um, travel agents who are booking Azamara or, you know, supporting the cruise industry in general. So that was the theme of my speech. And Ellen is the other godmother. Mm -hmm. uh, how's she? Because how, uh, you're kind of related now through a ship. We are. Do you know what we get on really well? We come from very different walks of life, actually. So I, I imagine I would never have met her in any right. other circumstance. 
Um, so what an honour to you know be thrown together in a, in such a way. She's just lovely. Um, she really believes in um, the power of travel to connect mm. people and to bring good to the world. It's something that she's really passionate about. She is the chief revenue officer of a magazine called Afar, um, which is all about luxury, deeper travel. So, um, so yeah, so she represented the luxury consumer and, you know, how, how she believes travel is a force for good. And I was perhaps presenting, you know, representing the, yeah. the, the UK agent. So I, but we got on brilliantly. She's good fun, actually. Yeah, she seems really nice. Yeah, lovely. And the ship. How amazing is the ship? She- have, you, have you had the chance to have a look around properly yet? Yeah, I haven't had a tour. I've been just um, kind of, I have my my godmother angel and she just appears and then tells me where I need to be. So we've been to lots of places, but, right. you know, obviously for different, um, you know, events. And um, I'm shortly to go and do another piece to camera and speak to some media. Um, that's weird because I obviously am the media. Yeah. Uh, but now me. I'm going to speak to the media. <laughs> I'll probably end up interviewing them, you know. I just can't break a habit of a lifetime. Um, yeah, no, so so we've been to lots of parts of the ship. I think she's absolutely stunning. Um, and what's more, more important, I've spoken to quite a lot of the guests. There's a lot of um, really loyal guests on board, and they are just blown away. And mm. I think it's their opinion, because they obviously have travelled on Journey and Quest. Yeah. And so to see Pursuit, um, you know, I think they, they, they've got a benchmark, haven't they? And they say she absolutely, you know, exceeds all expectations and she's stunning. You know, we're doing this podcast from my suite. Yes, which so, is lovely. Um, which is absolutely beautiful. Uh, it's decorated so tastefully. Mm. Bed was really comfortable. Shower is amazing. Um, and really clever things, you know, like USB charging ports right next to the bed. I mean, how annoying do we... It's so annoying when we stay in a hotel yeah. and you've got nowhere to charge your phone. There's not my enough sockets. Yeah. Hate it. So, I mean, it's small touches like that mm. that they've added in in the refit in Belfast. Um, another little thing. This is a small thing. Right. One of my pet hates <laughs> is when you have to step on a pedal on the bin to put your contact lens cases in, you know, when you're throwing them away. There's no lid to the bin. I love that. Oh, you could cool. just throw things away. You see, it's always the small, small things. Small things. But there you are. That You've made me a happy godmother because of your bin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, listen, on behalf of Clear and everybody, congratulations. Oh, thank you. And enjoy your, uh, your day on board. Thank you very much. Hi everyone, it is relaxation week uh, for Choose Cruise and what better place to relax than up here on board Celebrity Silhouette with the wonderful Danielle. Hello. Hello. Why don't you tell everyone what you do and who you are? I'm Danielle and I blog at cruisemiss.com. I've been doing it now for about five years. And you've cruised a lot? Yes, I've just done my 55th cruise. Your 55th? Yes. So relaxation is the theme. How do you like to relax on a cruise? I like to read. Um, I don't get time to read at all when I'm at home. So when I'm sitting on a ship, why not get a good book, do nothing, watch the world go by, lounge by the pool. And I know that for some people, they're surprised. There's so much stuff on a cruise ship now to do. A lot of people are surprised that actually some people just do want to sit and do nothing. Yeah, I mean, that's the beauty of it because you're not forced to do X, Y and Z. You pick what you want to do and when you want to do it. And there's no rush, nothing's hurried. It's it's at your pace, regardless of what it is. Perfect. Yeah, but again, what's, what I love to do is walk in the promenade when you're sailing at night. It is, again, a really, really relaxing way to end an evening. Yeah, I think my favourite part of the cruise day, if you could call it, is when the 
sun's just starting to set. I've had a good day ashore, I've come back to the ship, changed for dinner, had a lovely meal and I just want to sit there, feel the warm air, listen to the sound of the ocean, watch the sunset. Yeah. That's, for an evening, that's perfect for me. There we go, and what a perfect way to end. Uh, thanks for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. So that's all from us this week. Thank you to Andy, Lucy, Danielle, and of course to Larry Pimentel for taking part in this week's episode. Be sure to be part of the conversation by following us on social media and getting involved by using the hashtag ChooseCruise. Uh, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I really hope that you've enjoyed it. My name is Toby Cruz, and I look forward to hearing from you and seeing you again next week. Happy cruising.